Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Sandy Chicks K Talk. <sighs> and today we are going to be talking about none other, none other, not other than our favorite, like you know. It gives me the jingles. <laughs> Anyways, before I go further, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that sent in voice notes, recordings, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You guys made this episode a success. Ah, one thing I love so much about AOS is Janu. His face is so cute. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Like he exhibits his character well. And he has this like very unique face. And I love the way he calls Mudok. Mudoka. <laughs> and one thing I don't actually like about AOS is that they normally leave us in a cliffhanger. Like at the end of the episode, they will show something that is actually very interesting and let us stay five days more the suspense is mad when you're thinking one well, this one will happen and that one will just come out and happen remember when they went on a two week two weeks hiatus oh jesus christ it was so terrible to wait like like i could have killed a lot of people oh, well i survived it <laughs> they normally leave us in a lot of suspense like i literally cried when i saw Mudaka call her mom oh money the next thing they ended the episode like it's so frustrating I-, I hate when they do this like they just literally leave us hanging in your heart to just be on your like your heart will be so wealthy like the next episode comes out it's so frustrating but like at the same time it gives me this kind of satisfaction when i finally watch it because i don't know how to explain it i cried oh my god <laughs> but it's actually nice like it's the best korean movie i've ever watched this year like it's oh my god it's ranking at the top when business proposal came out earlier this year i was thinking oh my god this is the best kid from ever i've never seen anything like this is it? that was crazy i've never actually experienced that sort of atmosphere again before it's absolutely electric the passion and then i watched um alchemy of souls and i just want to say that I don't know. I don't think any K-drama would beat it this year because it's like, give it. It has everything. Comedy, action. Like, oh my God, I love it. I love it. I can't believe we'll have to say goodbye next week. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it gives me the chills. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It gives me the chills. <laughs> the film is um, a true definition of both drama, romance, uh, what else? Even the action, yeah. Like, it's beautiful. Like, it's just a beautiful film. At, at least, this is a, so far, this is one of the best series of uh, of Korean movies that I've watched. Yeah, because another thing is, they didn't act like normal Korean movie whereby two guys will be, will be in love with one girl then last last it's not be the one you'd not even expect the one that is not even you know 
that is not even really 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 showing that person the girl love that's the person that last last the girl now come and love yeah this like if you look at it very well jan yuk has sacrificed the most for mudok like he has done the most or like you that's just there watching from the background like he actually cares and you know shows it unlike like say um boys before flowers day when gujunpyo i'll be yeah gujunpyo would bully jandi and the rest and you know and he still ends up getting her but this one <laughs> even if even if he bullied highly too we know that he was just like playing but he actually cares yeah 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 i get what you're saying i was expecting uh mudok to now come and likes you because you know at first how they were all acting and then um, they were childhood friends and all those things. But last, last, who she now liked was a Jang Yuki, which is dope. I don't think there was ever a time where I thought she would fall in love with you because, anyways, anyways, I hate, I don't want to ever enter second syndrome. So anytime I see the main lead, I'm only supporting him because I'm like, I don't want to go fall into victims or second lead syndrome. So, like, whenever I see if a male lead in a K-drama and I know I won't like him. I just stopped watching the K-drama because if I like the second lead more, I just leave. But I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew it was Jang Yuk. I knew UK was going to be end game. <laughs> Everything I like seeing in a K-drama is in AOS. Comedy, romance, the main leads, they are so they are beautiful. The supporting leads, they are oh my god, <laughs> breathtaking. When we are struggling for that ice stone. I was thinking that that fight will make them to, you know, throw that ice stone away, maybe break it, and then something happened. But no, it did not happen. Like, they just finished fighting and everything resolved. Okay. When they now said that, they asked a question. So, you know, nobody talked. So, I was not expecting because Jang, UK, I mean, Jang Gang himself was already in the village already. Like, they showed when he was already working. He was already in that market side. So I was not thinking that he was going straight to that, uh, to that place where they are doing the unanonymous assembly. I was thinking that's where he was going to. Maybe, boom, he will not appear and then all of them will not Yes, this was me also. Like, when the part where they were fighting, as in when they were still arguing for the ice stone or whatever, and then Mudok was beating that drum. I didn't see at first that it was Mudok beating the drum because they didn't show her at first. I, I thought it was like a sound effect and I was like dun dun Gang is coming back. I was just like Jang Jang is back, Jang Gang is back. I was waiting for the doors to open and Jang Gang to step in and I just saw dog beating drum. And the UK just coming in like, okay, okay, I don't know what's going on, but you guys should continue. <laughs> like the success of the movie is beautiful. Cause it will make you to like once more. It's not like all these other films that like, after watching uh, episode one, you just be like, I already know what will happen in the next one. But this one, no, you you never ever ever know what will happen in the next one. Like, it's just a beautiful film. Like, I just love the series. It's beautiful. It's the fact that you can't expect anything when you're watching this documentary of souls. It's just like, like who knew? Who knew at episode seventeen she would call her mom mom? Like nobody knew. I was not even expecting that. It just happened. I was thinking she'll get back her powers and then mm-hmm. ah god. The Hong sisters are like thumbs up. Thank you for this great show. 
stuff is when i see people's comments on tiktok and they're like it's overhyped you guys are just hyping this kind of drama ah, ah. another person is like i checked it out and it's not all that chibiki come on why are you lying like why are you lying if there is one thing i hate more than the mafia it is a liar hi my name is princess okay first of all alchemy of souls is a is um a romance an action and a fantasy k-drama and that's already giving it a lot of points for me because I am a fantasy and a romance kind of girl. And the way this The Alchemy of Souls is filmed, the settings of the film is something that I really, really like. Like it's different and it was unique. So it intrigued me to start watching the K drama. And when I watched it, I loved it. I really love it. I love the characters. I love um, Muduk. Mudok, yes, sorry. I love Mudok. I love uh, Jang Uk. The characters are amazing. The way they act, the way they like, I can feel the chemistry between between Jang Uk and Mudok. Hey, my name is Collis, and I'm going to give my own take on Alchemy of Souls. So let's get into it. So. I was just on my own one day and Netflix sent me that Alchemy of Souls was coming to Netflix and I was like, I said, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. What is Alchemy of Souls? I'm like, okay. So what I do is I go on YouTube, I check the trailer for Alchemy of Souls and I'm like, what? I'm so excited because like, once it comes to Korean drama, I'm all about romance and fantasy. Like anything fantasy, I'm always like, my eyes are always shooting up. I don't know, for some unknown reason. Like, I always love, I just love fantasy itself. So I'm like, oh, this is fantasy romance. It's quite periody, even though it's not really like our Joseon, Joseon era and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, good, good, good. All right, so to be really honest, I really didn't, when I started the show, I didn't have any expectations. I just knew that it would be interesting, it looks interesting, yeah. And then as we, as it, we progressed into the show, I realized that there was a lot of amazing things. Like the writing is flawless. Everything connects. There's just this um there's just this flow with the story that you just see that oh my god, everything is connecting. Everything is connecting and it's just so amazing. I can't like I can't even imagine the thought process of the writers on how they wrote this. I think I heard is the Hong sisters, I'm not sure. And then um it's really, it's an amazing show. Like, it's, ah, it's everything you need in a Korean drama. It's fun, it's funny, it's romantic. It has the whole magic and the fighting and beautiful, well-written characters. You just have your Jangbook, who is this, like, very unserious guy. But when he meets this girl, he wants to be, he wants to achieve great things. Do you get it? He wants to achieve great things. Then you have, um, what's his name? The heir to some green. He's just this, like, really funny, unserious character, but he's quite serious in the actual sense. Then we have, so you, who is so serious, but yet so sweet and so handsome. And gets so flustered easily and when he he gets flustered he loses his sense of direction which is very very funny you have um the um jin choyon who is this little pretty girl sweet girl kamimi but just sweet and then and then um 
what else? You have um, Pajin, who is absolutely clueless when it comes to love. They have the um, maid servant king, who is just so funny and so caring. She cares about her book, like her own son. And you see her ways of trying to tell Pajin that she likes him, and that man is absolutely clueless. It's so funny. They have um, Hyo, Hyo Yum, the doctor guy in Sovereign, and he's just so adorable and then you have Masali who always <laughs> who always asks to um Hyoyong like his um his elder he's actually his el elder but when you see it from when you look at it it looks weird because he's way younger than Hyoyong and Hyoyong is always bowing and he's always so master master, master. I'm like <laughs> when I started it for, like when I saw the trailer for the first time I was like uh it's probably just going to be there i'm not going to get my hopes up i'm just going to watch it when it comes out and then when the when it when it started the first scene i was like okay i'm liking this like i love this i love this and then they kept going and then they showed yuki and i was like okay this guy is fine and then when they showed all the mainies like, all the like all the four guys like the crown prince dangu and you i was like oh what's about pretty their kids i'm here i'm here for the plot and <laughs> plot is great but apart from the fine face the storyline made sense and it kept me hooked too i was like this is it like this is it this is going to be my favorite ongoing k-drama i could already tell <laughs> i could already tell from the part where if I, every every scene was like very 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 exciting even to the part where uk and uh, Modok met for the first time that was like ah so anyway this show is amazing the writing is a 10 over 10 i love the storyline i love the way it's progressing i love the fact that it wasn't it wasn't so cliche like it was everything was not so cliche like there's some things that you wouldn't have expected to happen that happened i like the fact that um i like the story i like the flow of the story i like where we are now i'm so heartbroken i just finished by sat by sunday and I just can't wait for season two. I hope there's a season two. And I really, like, to be really honest, I really don't know how it's going to go, which is scary because, <laughs> um, well, anything can happen by Sunday. Well, scary and exciting because we don't actually know what will happen. Nobody can actually predict the end they want to give it. We have, like, two episodes to go, and Modok's mom has not acknowledged her as, um, has not acknowledged Modok as her daughter. Even the next week, she's still clueless. She doesn't know that that body belongs to jean boyon like i can't i can't i can't imagine how they want to end up season one i just hope they give it a an ending that that doesn't leave me leave me like empty you know like I, I, they should give it a very very nice ending that closes every other chapters and then we can push patiently wait for season two i just i just hope that Oh my god, I'm really so excited to be talking about Alchemy of Souls to the Alchemy of Souls community. Thank you for this um, opportunity. Please make sure that my voice features on this podcast. Thank you. Okay, so the last two episodes were like a roller coaster for all of us. And there's just some things that I just like want to like touch on very quickly. Um, so first off is that I really like the parallel that they always create almost in every episode. They create this parallel between what happened in the past between um Master Sio and um, that other priestess to what's happening now between Jahook and Naksu and even like the whole Boyan thing. Like I'm always really excited for the parallel. So for instance, we learned that 
the true intentions of Master Seal, why he did not destroy the last ice stone, was left in the um, words of hard book, basically because he wanted to protect the woman that he loves. And then literally, like, we, you can remember that all throughout the drama, like, Jang-Hook has been looking for the high stone just to be able to, like, protect the person that he loves. So, like, that parallel is always so amazing for me. And let's not forget that before, like, the last episode, Master Lee had already told the king that if something as chaotic, if that kind of chaos befalls the world again, the whole Ice Stone drama, that means someone as great as Master Siri is going to reappear again. And then just when there's, like, the whole chaos about the Ice Stone, Jang-Hook literally makes this grand entry. As you can see... I am and everybody just shuts up at that point. So at that point, what came to my mind when I just saw that scene was this is what Master Lee literally said. Like it has come to pass. Uh, can we talk about how smart he was to have figured that out? I, I mean, UK, how smart he was to have figured out that this guy left the ice stone in order to save his lover. I actually thought when he brought up that book, Words of Heart, that he was trying to delay and just like, like you know stall like stall so that they, they will not do anything and they'll just be there waiting for him and uh actually he was he was serious about it and he's really smart he's really smart i'm also very like excited for how they're going to split like naksu and buyon i know everybody's having their people want to see um the actress again and some people do it some people are so used to that dark pair of naksu and boyong being inside our body that they don't even want to see the split but me i'm curious i'm really excited because i feel like the original naksu was not giving enough screen time so i actually really don't mind seeing her i'm part of the people that don't want to see the naksu i still like i hate her i just oh god i'm messy i just i prefer mudok maybe it's because i'm used to her but i feel like if it was naksu acting Mudok's rule, she wouldn't have killed it. Like she wouldn't have nailed it the way Naxo um, the way Mudok like played that role. She played it so well. Her face, her expression, like the only thing I think Naxu has is those like her eyes. She has that like fear fiesty, is it fiesty? Like if they are fighting, those kind of you know, fiesty eyes, like those those kind of eyes that like scare you, like scares you. That's what she has, but Mudok's charm is just, it's unbeatable, please. I don't want to see me relax. I can't. I want Mudok. <laughs> just before, I feel like I see so many takes of people villainizing Soyi and stuff. I know that anybody that comes against our power couple is a problem, so I. I don't want peace. I want problems, always. But please, can we just give. So he grace. I don't know why I have this soft spot for her. Maybe it's because of that. You know, I have no chingo thing from business proposal. But like I just feel like she's a victim in the grand scheme of things. Like at the end of the day, she's just a pawn in Jin Moon's hands and she doesn't even realize it. And let's not forget that Soe has never had a good life. Like she's just been in the streets all through. Like she literally was in danger before she entered Jin Moon's hands. So that's the closest thing to safety that she ever had. So seeing something like the kind of life that he was presenting to her like i feel like if i'm in her shoes as well i will be i will be tempted and the fact that she did not just give soyo away even though we can say that oh that was because she loves him and so she likes him she has feelings for him but i felt like that showed that she still had some sort of humanity like she did not even go off and kill mudok when she really had the chance she had to first go and test if mudok actually did remember her so she's still someone who has her humanity and at the end of the day she's just really a victim so i just really wish that we could like take 
into considerations all of these things so he is a victim but let's not forget that she at um, episode 18 she had a choice to kind of you know save Mudok because she was she sent Mudok to that um soul shifter and she she chose to kill Mudok like imagine if Mudok had gone instead anyways she had gotten her power so <laughs> but like imagine if she had not gotten her power and she went instead like it would have been Mudok you know so but like I still guess it's yeah she's trying to survive but I still hate her yeah <laughs> it's always always funny to me how this babe um Naksu you know she always just makes her mind makes up her mind to abandon Jaug and then just when she's about to do that she realizes that she cannot even do it like she realizes like his loyalty and how like loyal basically is to her like it happened with the eggs thing expert was so cute can we talk about how uk and i mean jang yuk he's like so open about his feelings he's just like upfront like see i like you <laughs> oh my god oh my god like he is so open like i love his character so much his character is my favorite yeah i love him and it happened again in this last few episodes. Like, babe has already made up her mind. Oh, who am I going to be? I, okay, that scene was also funny. Where she was deciding who she was going to, which body she was going to enter. You get making her plans of how she's going to abandon Jahook. And then once again, he pledges her loyalty. I was just like, this babe. Okay, 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 bye. <laughs> I look forward to, like, doing this with, like, more dramas. Hi guys, this is Choko and this is what I think about the ongoing K-drama, Alchemy Souls. Well, I started watching it because my friends kept talking about it. At first, I tried to ignore it, but it was all over social media, so I decided to watch it. And I absolutely love it. The plot, the twist, the storyline, the suspense, the acting... The actors and the actresses, like, I just love everything. And I also think this movie, this K-drama, is different from every other K-drama I've seen. And I've seen a lot, like, a lot of K-dramas. And I think this one is very different. Uh, that was what caught my attention at first. Because when I started, I was like, okay, this is supposed to be a historical K-drama. Why is it looking so colorful? Like, And, you know, the fact that it didn't settle, you know, normal all this... Um, Jason era they focus on the palace the palace being corrupt and everything this part they didn't focus on the palace they just focused on people outside the palace people that actually control power outside the palace and that was like like smart it's oh my god i love this i wish they can they can bring more dramas like this it's really catchy and i love it i also like the fact that Mudok um, and Jangook they have feelings for each other like i love their chemistry and it's just so cute seeing them together also, I think no set of people would have done a better job than the actors that were chosen for this movie. Like, let's take Jemu for example. Who would have done a better job than him? Like, he played his role so well that I think I hate him in real life. Well, I don't, but I do actually. I also like the fact that the actors, the four male actors, the young ones, they are so handsome. And I think that's one of the reasons I kept watching the movie because, I mean... Who wouldn't like seeing handsome people on their screen? My best part in this movie should be where the old guy, that old guy that looks young, the one that's so shifted, where he used his power on Jimu, and Jimu couldn't move, like he couldn't move an inch. Like, 
I was like, oh my god, like this guy has been forming boss and someone used their powers on him and yet he couldn't even defend himself. Like <laughs> that part made me laugh and I was like that was the highlight for that episode. I was just like, Jesus, it lot CG move powerless. Like I was just like, see yourself. You see yourself after forming power, look at you now. He was just he was just there. And then when the king finally said, Let him go, hey, he could not do shit. He could not do anything. I was just like, oh my god. I laughed at him. I laughed at him and I was really satisfied. Oh my god, that was so funny. What's the essence of all the boss he has been forming since in the movie? And there's this character I dislike. I want to say hate because hate is a strong word. I dislike her. That blind girl, the one that's pretending to be blind. Like, I just don't like her. I hate the fact that she just suddenly starts killing people anyhow. Like, it doesn't make sense. Okay, I know she has her reasons, but... The reasons don't make sense to me. At first, I liked her because she seemed like a smart girl. She had her own techniques when stealing from people and all that. But then she now started playing that role that Jemu gave her. And I think she was just doing it. At, I thought she was just doing it like to survive. But then she started taking it too seriously. And started killing people. I was like, I, I was that. I just, like, I just needed her off my screen. I just hated the fact. But generally, I love the movie and I'm looking forward to season 2 and any other episode left of season 1. So that's all I have to say. Bye. I'm definitely going to miss this drama when it's over. I will miss it. I will miss it. Anyways, we've come to the end of this episode. So see you guys next time. Bye.